Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Fallen Badge. This one's going to be the murder of Officer Timothy Warren. The following narrative is from the appellate court transcripts concerning the shooting death of Officer Timothy Warren. Officer Warren had eight years on at the time of the shooting and was 39 years old. He was married and had two children. On July 3rd, 2011, Alexander Hadell, his wife Bobby, her ex-husband Arthur Warren, no relation to the officer, and other family and friends traveled to Memphis from Cleveland, Mississippi to celebrate the 4th of July. When they got into Memphis at about 1.30 in the afternoon, they checked into the Doubletree Hotel located at 185 Union Avenue. After they checked in, the majority of the group went to Bill Street for the afternoon. Included in that group was the suspect and his wife. Some of the group went back to the hotel. The suspect and his wife stayed on Bill Street. The suspect and his wife got into an altercation at some point late in the afternoon on Bell Street. During this altercation, the suspect either pushed or hit his wife and then bit her lower lip. After the altercation, the two of them went back to the hotel. The wife went to their room and the suspect went to the valet. He asked the valet to take him to the parking deck and once he got to the parking deck, he was escorted to a Chevy Impala, where unknown to the Doubletree employee, he retrieved a 38 caliber pistol. He then directed the valet to take him to a Mercury Mariner that was also parked on the same floor of the parking garage, where he recovered another 38 caliber revolver. The suspect put both guns in his pockets and returned to the Doubletree. Suspect got on the elevator and rode up to the third floor. Suspect got off on the third floor. According to him in a later statement, he thought people on the elevator had seen the pistols. He walked down the third floor corridor before entering the interior fire escape and climbed the stairs to the ninth floor. Somewhere between getting off on the third floor and climbing the steps to the ninth floor, the suspect had obtained and carried a fire extinguisher up the stairwell. When the suspect got off on the ninth floor at the stairwell, he encountered the ex-husband, Mr. Warren, as well as several other people who were traveling with them. The ex-husband said something to the suspect in front of the elevator doors about, why did you hit Bobby? Referring to the his ex-wife and the suspect's current wife. The suspect then hit the ex-husband with the fire extinguisher, pulled out one of the pistols, and shot the victim three times. The victim was hit in the neck, the face, and the shoulder. Suspect then ran back to the stairs, and at that point, according to his statement, he began using some of his military training and was trying to go to higher ground. So he ran all the way 
up the remaining flights of stairs and tried to get to the roof. Now the roof door is locked so he couldn't get onto the roof. So then he started working his way back down. Now while this is going on, obviously those shots have traveled through parts of the hotel. Now you've got the witnesses that are there in the hallway when the victim shot. So they're running, they're calling 911. You got other people in the hotel that are running down the stairwells and taking the elevators down the lobby and running out screaming. Well, since it's the 4th of July weekend, there's a baseball game at AutoZone Park. AutoZone Park is directly across the street from the hotel. There's always a fairly large detail of officers assigned to work traffic for those ball games. And it's the 4th of July, so you've got a lot of policemen in the downtown area to begin with. So you get immediate police response. You've got officers that are rushing into the hotel. Now, Officer Warren, he was driving into work. He worked, uh, he was assigned to the downtown precinct area. Well, he's driving to work. He's got his handy talkie on and he hears the shots fired call come over his handy talkie. So he responds over to the hotel in his personal vehicle. Uh, I don't know if Warren had his full uniform on or not at the time. He got out of his personal vehicle and ran into the hotel. Now with the police, certain actions they take when they're clearing a, a building. So you've got some that are covering the elevators and using the elevators and you got others that are using the stairwells and it's a certain procedure and it's it's a team concept I'm not going to go into a lot of that but suffice it to say that you always want to work in at least pairs and you're moving slow and steady up the stairs floor by floor and you go as fast as the slowest officer that's moving up the steps because you want to stay together. According to the suspect, he could hear the officers coming up the stairwell. He could see that the officers obviously had their weapons drawn. Now, Officer Warren happens to be one of the officers that's coming up the stairwell. And he's with some other officers, at least for a time he is. At some point, some officers 
step into clear hallway and Officer Warren's by himself and if I'm getting the facts correct he walks up another flight of stairs and that's when he encounters the suspect now according to the suspect statement he was looking around the corner of the stairwell when he saw Officer Warren basically doing the same thing around the, a corner a little further down. Now according to the suspect statement, pulled out one of the guns and he shot Officer Warren in the head. Now, that's according to the appellate court. I had heard another story where suspect had come out of a hallway through a door. But in any event, Officer Warren is fatally wounded. Now the suspect he goes up to Officer Warren, he takes Officer Warren's weapon, he takes two fire extinguishers and he places them around the body. Now according to the suspect, what he was going to do was he was going to retreat up the stairs again. And he was going to wait for other officers to show up to help Officer Warren. And then once the officers were crying around Officer Warren, he was going to shoot the fire extinguishers, hoping they would explode, thus killing or injuring more officers so he could make his escape. Now, that didn't happen. Other officers did come up stairwell, and they found Officer Warren, and they got him out of the stairwell. Then they continued to clear the stairwell. Now, they encountered the suspect up one more flight and the suspect goes into an act like he's an innocent bystander waving his arms around and pointing further up the stairwell saying the suspect's up there and he's saying it's not me it's not me when well, I just so happens that the description that's been given to the officers is very distinctive. The hairstyle, the goatee, and the clothing of the suspect. Well, it just so happens, of course, the suspect fits that description. The goatee, the distinctive hairstyle, the clothing. So the officers know that they have the shooter. So he's detained by some of the officers. And then other officers went further up and check the stairwell all the way up to the locked door that goes to the roof. Now when they get up to the higher floors, they find the 238s as well as Officer Warren's 40 caliber department issued pistol. Officer Tim Warren, the ex-husband Arthur Warren, and the suspect are all transported to Regional One, better known as the Med. Both Officer Warren and Mr. Warren are declared dead on arrival. 
suspect who received superficial injuries during the course of his arrest is transported by an officer named Lee, Eric Lee. Now while he's down at the med, the suspect starts talking to himself and he's talking to himself in front of this officer and in front of a nurse. And he says to himself, you killed a cop. Man, are you happy now? Medical examiner later ruled both deaths of uh, the ex-husband, Mr. Warren, and Officer Tim Warren to be a homicide as a result of gunshot wounds. Suspect is charged out with two counts of first-degree murder. Two and a half years later, the suspect pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree murder and was sentenced to two life terms without the possibility of parole. Now, this was in exchange for the death penalty being taken off the table by prosecutors. Prosecutors accepted the deal, and the defendant was sentenced to prison. And, of course, after he goes to prison, he then files an appeal, blaming ineffective counsel. Officer Timothy Felton Warren, born September 13, 1971, end of watch, July 3, 2011.